The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right. So I went to my facialist in San Diego and she's kind of like a medical esthetician. She is aggressive, but she's also careful at the same time. And she just knows her shit when it comes to skincare. And she was telling me, I said, what's like a product that everyone should have in their routine, no matter what skin they have. And she said, vitamin C. She's like, Lauren, you got to have vitamin C. And that's so interesting because Dr. Dennis Gross has been on our podcast a million times. And he always says that too. So if you do have a skincare routine, I would recommend vitamin C. And I can also say that too, after writing my book, get the fuck out of the sun. So get a vitamin C because it reduces dark spots and hyperpigmentation. It increases density, which I love. So you get like that really nice feeling skin. It's like bouncy and you get that stronger, firmer looking skin. You guys know what I'm talking about. It also prevents wrinkles and reduces them and it protects against free radical damage. So vitamin C really does it all. Now, the one that Michael and I absolutely love, it should not surprise you, is Dr. Dennis Gross's vitamin C lactic. It's going to give you firmer, brighter, stronger skin. And I know that because I use it every day. He just has such great products in general because he's so involved in creating them. And formulations matter. It's the quality of the ingredients, how it's cooked, how it's presented. Like Dr. Dennis is the five-star chef. He is the chef of skincare. Okay. Another thing I would grab since I'm going to give you guys a code is, and I would definitely grab this, is the oil-free moisturizer. It's lightweight, it's bouncy, and it's perfect for putting on before makeup. So I'll apply it with a damp beauty blender and then do my um, like foundation or concealer on top of it. And it just lays so nicely. It doesn't ball up. So those are the two things you got to grab. Okay. You're going to use code skinny at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Visit drdennisgross.com for more information. Use code skinny at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Get excited if you live in LA because something is coming to air one. That's right. I am doing a specific special drink that is launching the 15th with Erwan. Okay. This is a big moment because you guys are going to be able to go in stores and get this cute pink drink that matches your feed. And it has prime premium ingredients in it. Like I got to pick out each ingredient and design it with the Erwan team. And I'm telling you, you're going to freak. You're going to freak. It tastes good. It looks good. I made sure that the tone of pink was the perfect tone for your TikTok and your Instagram. And it matches with your ice roller. So like, it's just, it's a whole thing, right? You got your drink, you got the ice roller, you're just depuffing. I also made sure that the ingredients in this drink were anti-inflammatory. So it's really all the things. And if you're not in LA, don't worry, because I believe we're going to be sharing the ingredients and how to make it on the next episode. So definitely tune in. I am so excited to have a custom drink at Erwan. They're like, they're my favorite grocery store in Los Angeles. They're iconic. And to know that you guys are going to be able to go shop in stores and go to Erwan and get this drink is setting me over the edge. I'm so excited. So definitely be sure to get all the details, like every single detail in the next episode. Okay. It comes out September 15th. So in three days. So definitely make sure that you're listening to the next episode that comes out on September 15th because we're announcing all the details. On that note, let's get into the episode. 
She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Aha. I know it's cliche, but I march to the beat of my own drum in everything that I do. With my friends, I've always gone this way and they've always gone that way. Right away, I just said to my dad, I'm dropping out. I was so ashamed to even come back like on Thanksgiving when all your friends come back from school. I didn't even like to go to parties or associate with my high school friends because I felt like a failure, even though deep, deep down in my soul, I knew I was doing this for a greater purpose. Now I have something to prove and I'm so hungry and I'm, I can't fail. So now my option is literally, I have to win. You are going to love this episode if you are a hustler and you're just starting out. Maybe you want to own your own business. Maybe you have that entrepreneurial spirit in you, but you're not channeling it right. Because this episode is going to tell you how to channel that entrepreneur in you. We are talking to Kelly Brabant. She is the founder of Booty by Brabant. Let me tell you about it, okay? So the idea started out with her class. She had a class called Booty by Brabants, and her class quickly caught fire as one of the most sought after workout classes in the city of Boston. Since its inception, her workout has served as a community platform to give back and they've raised over $300,000. Okay, so Kelly had a dream to do clothing that united all women of all shapes, sizes, and ages. So Kelly in this episode is going to tell you how she started out with a dream for this clothing line and how she executed it. She's going to give you tangible takeaways. She is from Boston. I know there's a lot of Boston listeners out there, and I'm sure all you guys know her. She is very, very, very well known in Boston. She's taught workout classes forever there, and her leggings are sought after. Let me tell you guys, I wore these leggings nine months pregnant, they fit. They looked good. My ass looked good in them. Okay. Nine months pregnant. And now I'm wearing them post-pregnancy and even Zaza wears them. She got these little nude ones for Zaza. They're so cute. And she gave me like a pink little workout set and the black leggings are so good. If you're looking for like a good legging that holds you in and flatters you, these are it. She is going to tell you in this episode how she was a workout teacher who had an idea, who had a dream and how she turned her dream and her idea into a massive company. This episode is so inspiring. So without further ado, let's meet Kelly of Booty by Brabants. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. You were telling me about how on the side of your packaging is the sidewalk that your parents grew up in in Brazil. So my dad's from South Boston, 100% Irish. He was traveling to Brazil in Rio de Janeiro during carnival season. If you know carnival, it's a huge spectacle in Brazil and it's a huge part of the culture. Halloween themed kind of it for Brazil where costumes and just crazy club nightlife. And he was at a club right in Ipanema where that the Ipanema sidewalk is iconic. My mom walked into a club. She was wearing this little crop top. She was dressed as a hippie. He was dressed up as Frank Sinatra. They locked eyes and they got married after six months. And my mom moved to the United States and they've been married for 33 years now. Whoa. Hold on. Did he <laughs> sing her, the girl no, from Ipanema? No, my dad cannot sing. And he, I don't know how he got her because he couldn't speak a word of 
Portuguese. She couldn't speak a word of English. Perfect. So they hired, I know. <laughs> what the fuck is It's probably why it moves so fast. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I wish I couldn't understand Lauren all the time. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine if I woke up and you just were talking and I just could shake my head? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much what happened. So they would hire a, a translator during all, all their certainly first dates. And then my mom flew to uh, Boston and yeah. But now my company, all my leggings... Um, are made in Brazil. So my cousin runs my factory in Brazil now, and it's become a whole family affair. It's fun. So let's go back to your childhood. Your sister's here. You guys are yep. so cute. <laughs> I can tell your sister. She's sisters. my sidekick. We're 18 months apart. And you guys are from Boston. Yep. How did you grow up? So we grew up in a town like 40 minutes outside of Boston, Easton, Massachusetts. We're one of seven. So we have a huge family, five girls, two boys. And our family is really close. We have a insane family dynamic everyone always says like we should have a reality television show because we're all very different and have insane personalities but we grew up really really close just small town working hard my dad is very tough strong personality and my mom's just spicy brazilian woman she stayed home with us took care of us and we yeah we all went to the same high school and now it's flashback nine years later now my headquarters is in my hometown wild that's a full circle yeah and my fulfillment center and everything we ship everything out of eastern massachusetts so just because i'm pregnant i have to know seven children like when you're in it is a lot so my mom didn't have all seven my dad my dad was married previously before okay but they were really it's a whole other podcast situation (laughs) the life of the brave is. yeah my dad was married previously before and we just stayed really close to our our other siblings and we see them every sunday we do sunday dinner how does your mom manage to have that many kids like what's the secret the secret both of them are very family oriented and have always told us since we were kids your friends are your your family are your best friends and to spend time together and they just always we took a road trip when we were 13 years old from boston to san francisco and back he piled all of us in a car oh my god is your dad insane he goes i found religion at the end of that trip yeah i'm sure so yeah that's how we grew up just your friend, your sisters are your best friends. And my mom is just loves family so much. She has a big family in Brazil. We would travel every summer as soon as we got out of school. We'd fly to Rio. So we got to spend a lot of time with her side of the family. And my whole company and my whole business is based on, it were all family run. My brother and my two sisters, my dad, you know, and my mom all work for BBB. I can't even go on a three-hour <laughs> flight. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, he, and we didn't have, there's no iPads. Like, did we didn't have iPads. Was, was, was it like our, a... It's a huge suburban with like one of those turtle tops. But it wasn't like a it wasn't like a camper. Man, it, it should it should have been a camper. No, we, we stayed at forty two hotels. Oh, my he, God. He, it took him a year and a half to plan. It's it's probably one of the most like epic stories that we talk about all the time. Yeah, and it just shows like that really embodies like who we are as people. Like we do everything together. Even my boyfriend sometimes gets overwhelmed because he's like. It's the weekend. What is the what do the brave answers have plans? And I'm like, I know we have to go. It's so and so's birthday. It's every weekend. It's someone's birthday because there's just so many kids and people. But that fun. sounds fun, but boy, <laughs> it's your parents, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's, it's not for everybody. And maybe maybe there's like something in the ether that made it so your parents couldn't talk to each other right away, so they could like actually find some solitude within the relationship. Totally. We never really thought of it like that, but yeah, yeah it maybe it was a good thing. Like mm-hmm. honestly. Okay, so when did you decide that you were going to launch your company? Like, how did the idea even come to you? So I launched it in 2014, but I was a personal trainer prior to that in Boston at Equinox. And my whole background is in dance. I was I went to school for performing arts. I dropped out my freshman year because my number one dream was just to be a backup dancer for Beyonce. So I was like a college degree. 
is not necessary for me to get there. But in 2008, it was very frowned upon. All my friends were going to school. And so I was really the only person that I knew of that dropped out freshman year. I lived in a studio apartment in Manhattan, did an you internship. Have, you have to talk about that because yeah. I think right now we're starting to see the light it's much more common of people talking about not going to college. Thank God, because totally. I, I, my one regret is like, uh, sorry. Early days of this show when we would say like, maybe don't go to school, especially if you have I've to pay for it, it and yeah. take debt on. Like we used to get a lot of pushback. Now I think people are really starting to be like, oh, I want to know more about how you decided to like break through that with all yeah. your friends and the it was judgment. a huge insecurity. I actually was insecure about it until probably three years ago. And sometimes I'm still a little insecure that I don't have a college degree, but I but I'm not. I'm so confident now of everything I've been through and I know is the best decision. But at the time, 2008, I I was so I just was so sure of who I was as a person. I've been I'm a very disciplined, driven person on my own. I don't know. I was just born with it. I don't really know why, I guess. But and from how my dad raised us. But I knew that going on this path of school and becoming conforming to this art that the school was kind of handing it to us. It just didn't feel feel creative. I'm a really creative person. I I know it's corny, but cliche, but I march to the beat of my own drum in everything that I do. And so I've always, with my friends, I've always gone this way and they've all always gone that way, even through high school. So it was a sure, it was a, right away, I just said to my dad, I'm dropping out. He didn't speak to me for a little bit. And I was so ashamed to even come back, like on Thanksgiving when all your friends come back from school and all the parents are like, oh, how's school? How's, how's this? I didn't even like to go to parties or associate with my high school friends because I felt like a failure, even though deep, deep down in my soul, I knew I was doing this for a greater purpose. I wasn't just going to sit on the couch and be a loser and, and not build something for myself. It made me feel like now I have something to prove and I'm so hungry and I'm, I can't fail. So now my option is literally to, I have to win. You it seemed like you were really affected by this. You t you didn't even go to parties. No, I, I did. I wish I we didn't. were friends. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? Is <laughs> Should like, have moved to San Diego. <laughs> I, I think about I this sometimes periodically, especially as we talk to young people, well, not young people when I say people getting ready to go to school. And, you know, for the longest time, our parents' generation, you know, like that was the that was the path to success, right? You go to school, you graduate, you go to college, and college enables you to get a higher paying job, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was the new norm. But that's changed so much. And so many of these curriculums have become so outdated that a lot of times you go through the school system and you're actually not prepared for what the real the world, real the world we all engage in, you know, how, how we, how we actually 100%. hire and, and work that like you're not ready for it. Right. You don't, you don't even look at when you look There's, at a resume. So out of all the people that work within this company, I don't know where one person went to school. I love that. You said not that on a podcast idea. and I loved that about you, uh, both of you and the way you are with, you know, supporting entrepreneurs, but well, I, it's not to say, I mean, like, I, I think that if you go to a good school, like it's so important, yeah. well, it could be good, right? Like there's a lot of things that prepare you, but there's also a lot of that system that sets you up to think in a very kind of like, you know, this is the only way to do yeah, narrow minded yeah. thought path. So I encourage all of the hiring managers here to disregard school and, and make it more about the person and their skill set and their drive and their experience. Like for me, dropping out of college and feeling like I was so low and I felt like I was, I felt, I felt really lonely. And I think there's stages in your life as an entrepreneur, you, you always feel a little lonely because you're doing something that no one else is doing. And if you can't have people around you that you can relate to, it just is isolating. But 
for me dropping out, it brought me so low that I had so much room to grow and I had so much room to build myself up slowly. And even though I didn't realize it during the time, like as I was doing it, I was just doing, it was, I was, my energy was driving me to meet new people, work at random restaurants in Manhattan. I worked at Saddle Ranch for two years. Like I was just flat. I slept on a couch for three months because and I had no car in LA. So I was taking public transportation until I got like chased out of the train station in North Hollywood. And I had to like run into a Panera Bread and I called my dad. I'm like, I think I need to get a car. So hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you lived on someone's couch for three months. Yeah, probably was, a little bit more uh, than that. Is, is this while you're building your company or before? Oh no, I was 19. You're yeah. 19. Yeah, so I, you live on someone's couch. How does that go? So I was a dance friend that I met while I was doing an internship at Broadway Dance Center in Manhattan. She was originally from California, so she just moved back after the inter- internship was over. And I said, oh, hey, I have my dream is to go to L.A. and be a backup dancer for Beyonce or, you know, Ariana Grande, whatever. Could I just come out and just try it out? I'll just go on a few auditions, thinking that I was going to fly out there, go to a few auditions. Genuinely, it was very naive of me. And I thought I was going to get booked and I was going to prove everyone like, hey, I am a backup dancer. Like, my dreams of being... A star is, you know, is happening. I proved you all wrong. And that's truly what I felt when I went there. And it actually, the exact opposite happened. I didn't book a single job. I spent more time working as a waitress because I couldn't even pay my bills. There was a day where I went to 7-Eleven and got like a protein bar and a monster. I'll never forget because I had $5 in my bank account and I was too ashamed to ask my parents for money because that would be me proving them wrong. And it wasn't until my Nana passed right before my 21st birthday that I kind of just, she was a huge part of my life and like, huge part of our family and I just she kind of always brought us together she was she really was like the glue that kept us together now it's like my dad and when she passed I I just took a really good look at myself and I said I was such an insecure person I was always comparing myself to other body types I was constantly being body shamed at auditions Um, that's so that's so horrible maybe you can speak on that about the body shaming at auditions well I didn't have Instagram I barely I had a Blackberry I'm 32 so I, I I when the, the dance world, you couldn't just post a TikTok and go viral. You really had to be good, but you also had to make connections that, for me, weren't the right way. That I, it's not how I wanted to get. What my do you success. mean? You had to suck penis. To, <laughs> to, what do you? What is that? Mean? Without being actual, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like what's the, you have to give us like not, a peek I'm into not, the audition world. Why are you always going to the darkest places? <laughs> I love it. because it's, that's what she's. Is that what you're saying? For I, I guess I. I mean, not. I mean, I don't. I don't know for a fact, but what I felt like the networking was just not the way I network. I truly believe in if you love my product and you love who I am as a person, you're going to gravitate towards me, or things are going to happen. I still think you need to network, put yourself out there. But in the dance, it was just too cutthroat for me in LA. I, I it just didn't fit in the audition process. I, when I was like 21, would come up here and try to book modeling jobs. I remember this, Brutal. and it's brutal i mean oh, yeah, I'd be i in I seven only hour cattle time. calls in like seven inch heels it's brutal S- standing you're changing outside. in your car oh my god you go in there's all these girls you're the girls that you're you're up against are like the the most perfect perfect and girls they were born from every raised, town yeah. you've got every single town's most perfect girl in one spot and then you have to like stand like meet in front of these people <laughs> exactly Thank God for me. I never like I never was like modeling's my like I, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I just kind of was like like let's pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't as like attached to the process. But you do see girls like crying in the audition room. Oh, it's awful. It's so, so the catty. woman whispered in my ear like you're not going to fit the costume. You're too big. 
And I just and I was with so many people, and the first thing I thought of was like, I don't want anyone else to hear me. I'm so embarrassed. It's like, brutal. I can handle it, but like, did anyone else hear it? Because that was the most embarrassing thing. And nowadays, I'm so happy that there is more body inclusivity. And I don't I don't know how it, I don't, I don't know I haven't been in the dance world in ten years, but yeah, it was it was really intense. I I just felt like my it's the same thing as why I didn't love college for me. I also didn't love the dance world for me because it. Your future's it, in the hands of someone and it put else. You in a box. I couldn't be person. creative. I couldn't freestyle totally. the way I wanted to. I couldn't play the. I couldn't dance the song that I wanted right. to. It had to be the artist choosing what I did. And for me, I started to realize I have much more than just to be a backup dancer. I want to be at the front of the stage. I want to well, be also, in control. What's so great about now in 2022 is you can, like you said, you can go online and you can be the creator of your own future without having someone who is like a movie producer telling you if you can make it or not. Exactly. You have the power to make what you want out of it, however hard you want to work. It's amazing. And and it's a huge thing. Like even with when I started Booty in 2014, I had 200 followers. I had never had a personal Instagram, which is like something I've been gr- growing into Booty I Ravens is like my personal and it's my brand. And I know when you switch like Lauren, I right away, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do something like that. But my platform, when I first started, it was really just through my classes. Like I didn't have that platform or that place to connect and it just slowly grew. Like, grew. So after you decide that you take a hard look at, at your life and what's happening and you decide to launch an Instagram account for dance, not for your product. No. So for the product. So when I moved back from LA, I said, I don't want to dance anymore. I want to do more. So I became a personal trainer. And it was truly because I loved making people feel good. Even through dance, I remember performing and just, I'm such an energy person. And I can tell when people are happy. I can tell when they're sad. And I felt through dance and through my movement, it really, like, I could connect with people. And then with personal training, I could relate so much to body image. I was so fucked. I don't know if you swear, but <laughs> my, my swear. mind. Why were you so fucked? My mind. I looked at myself, and I still kind of do. I'm working on it with my therapist. But... I would look at myself like completely different than the way people would look at me. And it's taken me a long time to truly love the skin that I'm in. But I also think that that's my one of my best qualities because I can relate to all women. And when I train them, I can feel their insecurities and I can help lift them up and give them compliments when I know they need one. And through my classes, I'm able to really use my struggles and my insecurities and my things that have held me back. I can use that as a way to help others because I can feel it. If someone's out there and they're struggling with body dysmorphia, how did you, I don't want to say get over it, but how did you like see the light? I think one was I started surrounding myself around people that didn't always talk about body image or talk about being so perfect all the time or talk about even though, you know, I love doing all those beauty products. I love doing Botox. I love I have lip filler. I, I love to eat healthy. And I follow all these health and wellness brands. But I, I'm not obsessive over it like I used to be. And my friends and my family, we on Sundays, we're making chocolate chip cookies. And we're having a Brazilian feast. And we're enjoying life. And we're not obsessing over the body and how we feel. And BBBs always fit me because they're one size. And all my family now wears BBBs. She's wearing them right now. And so we don't harp on it and make it this thing. We talk about being healthy, but it's not, I don't know how to explain it. Like me and my friends are just so normal and we're not, we're getting ready and we're drinking wine and we're having fun, but we're not talking about like how 
you, we're not dissecting it's, it's each counter, other, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's counterintuitive. I remember like there, I had this old driving instructor when I was a kid. My, my dad was like, listen, if any of you guys are going to go off and start driving, you know, you got to take driving lessons because he didn't want us just running around and then smashing the cars, right? <laughs> Which I think is actually probably sound, like it was something, it was probably something smart that he did. He did for me and my two sisters. Just, he's like, my before you get on the road, like get out there and learn. <laughs> and this, this driving instructor basically said, whenever you're crashing or spinning off the road or like something like that, you actually don't want to look and fixate on where you don't want to go. You, you want to look at where you want to end up. And I think what he was, and he was saying, because subconsciously you'll actually end up, like if you see a tree and you're going off the road and you stare at that tree, you're going to smash into the tree. Mm-hmm. So you got to look back on the road. And I think it's really good. in anything else, like we fixate on these things so much that it actually makes it harder to get rid of these problems, right? 100%. Like you think by, oh, I'm going to fixate on my body or my diet or my fitness or my job, or whatever. And it actually makes it worse. Totally. And I even say in my office, like the word fat is just not allowed. Like, and I know there's, I know that sounds kind of dramatic, but like there's certain words where just like, just don't, don't say them. Like if you, if you can not say it, cause I think that nowadays everyone's talking about body positivity and I think it's great, but I also think it's so talked about where it's let's just be let's just t- chill out you let's what I'm hang. Saying? like if you follow totally. that same thought of you're exactly right you're perpetuating the problem more because you're actually amplifying the problem more subconsciously and i mm-hmm. think it has probably also like now scientifically and the more we've talked about this something to do with our hormones and imbalancing our hormones right like you keep this is a problem this is a problem this is a problem it's like 100%. that's fucking up your system and it's all inside of you yeah i really like what you said about not leading with that because in la it can feel like people associate their identity to what their body looks like 100%. and and that and that's listen that's i'm not saying that's exhausting for me i i can take that but it's exhausting probably for the person that's doing it mm-hmm. uh, when i with my first pregnancy i afterwards all i could talk about i remember with michael was like i feel so fat i feel so bloated i feel so puffy i just fixated on oh, it and yeah. talked about it and and this yeah, like, pregnancy i've gone into it with like my body knows what it's doing. I'm going to be just fine. The difference is exponential. So I Amazing. really like what you just said. Yeah. I think it's so important. And, and trust me, I have days where I feel so bloated and I'm about to do a photo shoot and I feel so insecure and I don't feel confident. But it's all my mindset. I'm really good at shifting my mindset because I have performance anxiety and it's something I've had my entire life. When I'm about to be on camera or I'm on a, on a stage teaching a class, wherever it is, I just snap into it's not about me. It's about them. It's about the people who are watching me. It's about the people who bought a ticket to take my workout class. It's about the listeners who are listening to this podcast. So whatever I'm dealing with, that's the work that I have to do on myself. But I'm good at snapping into this mode of it's all a mindset. And then after I'll be like, oh, wow, I feel so much better. It's almost healing for me, too. I think that is such good advice. Tony Robbins just said whenever he goes on stage, he says that people's biggest fear is public speaking. It's like one of the biggest fears. And he said, if people would just understand it's not about them, it's about the audience. Really? He literally said that in different words. I he, love that. Yeah, he amazing. said the same thing. So that's really cool. Well, he says, as soon as you stop stop focusing on yourself and you stop and you start focusing on them, you'll stop thinking about yourself and getting so anxious and nervous and totally. amping yourself and, up because you're yeah. not thinking about yourself and anymore. it's so important. And you guys do that so well. That's nice. You really Thank make, you. I, I just feel like you make your listeners so engaged i've been i've listened to every single podcast and i'm not trying to flip the interview but you really do know how to make it about the speaker and also who's listening you guys care so much and that's why i was so excited to be on here thank you that's very very nice (laughs) i'm serious every morning without fail i do my sex step spa water (laughs) 
I do lemon in it, maybe a little ginger. And then I always, without a doubt, do chlorophyll. And the chlorophyll that I use is by Saqqara. Saqqara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. So every morning when I wake up, I have my little wellness drops. I put them in. I also use their beauty water. It's super simple. It comes in like a little tincture. I just drop it in my water and we're good to go. And I feel like that's like a healthy, easy, seamless habit that I can just integrate into my day. Also, you should know if you're looking for nutrient dense meals, snacks, supplements, they have it all. So if you're looking to get food delivered to your house, but it's hard to find something that's super healthy, Saqqara's got you covered. It has like plant rich nutritional ingredients that are all about reducing bloat, easing your digestion, clearing your skin and boosting energy. We actually had the founders on the podcast and got to interview them and their mission is incredible. Their whole mission is to make you feel your best. So like I said, their whole meal plan has plant rich ingredients and everything is going to boost your energy. You got to get the chlorophyll and you got to get the beauty drops. And right now, Sakara is offering all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, 20% off your first order. You're going to go to sakara.com slash skinny or enter code skinny at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash skinny. You get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash skinny. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're like me and you're on TikTok, you know that therapy is really having a moment. I feel like every single time I look at someone's health routine on the For You page, everyone is talking about therapy. The problem though with therapy for me always was it was like a whole to-do. You would have to get in the car, you have to drive there, you have to take time out of your day, you have to leave your house, you have to get ready, all the things. But with BetterHelp, you can now seamlessly just go online. That is right, you guys. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. So you get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapist anytime, which is incredible. So if you're going through something or you just want someone to talk to, a sounding board, a different perspective, this is definitely for you. I feel like it's always good to focus on solutions, not the problem. So this should definitely be a tool in your toolbox. Um, I know that I would have freaked out if I had this when I was like 18 in high school. This would have been such an incredible tool to have. A therapist will help you solve problems and it makes it easier to accomplish your goals. So I'm going to give you a code. When you want to be a better problem solver, a therapy can get you there. You're going to visit betterhelp.com slash skinny today and you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. You're going to visit betterhelp.com slash skinny today and you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. When you decide to launch your brand, talk to us right what the before chunk looked like, because imagine there's people out there that are listening that want to launch a brand, but they don't know where to start. I mean, you've created this huge thing out of nothing. So what did the before part of that look like? So the before part was basically I was a trainer at Equinox and my friends who were 23, 24 at the time my age couldn't afford to do personal training at Equinox. It was too pricey, but I was learning a lot and I was getting really, really fit And all of my friends would ask me, what am I doing? How's your butt look like this? I was like, a little genetics, but (laughs) this workout. And so I would chain them just on the side for fun or we'd work out together. And I always, in a way, knew I was going to do my own thing. I just didn't know what that was. And I say that in a lot of interviews. I knew. Like, what's happening now isn't surprising. I just didn't know what it was going to look like. So I would 
trained my friends. And then I said, oh, why not do like a group exercise class where I can bring all my friends together. They can pay $5 and we can work out in a room for one hour. It'd be a dream because it's like my dance background and my fitness, my passion for fitness fused into one thing. So I called it Booty by Bray Bands. And at the time, everyone thought it was so corny. It was before JLo came out with the song Booty. And Booty is really taboo. And I've still flip-flopped on the idea of the name, but it's just so authentic to me. It's really who I am. The name's great. I love the name. I own Thank the you. name. The name's amazing. Oh, I own, I own it. Every, my nickname before I had the company was Booty. Everyone would just call me Booty. And so I called it Booty by Brave Bands. My last name is Brave Bands. Hold on. Now that you just said that, our producer Taylor is going to try to check out your ass. It's not that great. It's not that great. He's crawling <laughs> over the, no. the screen. Oh. <laughs> I just saw his head creep over this computer. He looks like the, <laughs> it's not that great. No, no, no. But it's natural. So that's important. A worm. <laughs> Popping over. She's like, Go on. So yeah. So I started the workout class. Don't worry, I'll keep an eye on him. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I started the workout class and my friends started loving it. I was I was charging five dollars. Like I was doing a it was a side gig. And it went from teaching one class a week to two to three. And I was still training from like six AM to five PM at Equinox and then I'd run over to downtown Boston, teach a class from five thirty, six thirty, six thirty, seven thirty PM and I lived in the North End and I would just do it every day. And then finally the classes just blew up and I went I started teaching like twenty two classes a week all throughout Boston. So I tapered down Equinox, like let me just kind of do part time. So I just did my morning clients. And then as my classes were blowing up, I started to know I had never had an Instagram. It wasn't an influencer. I didn't know what an influencer was. I never took pictures of myself. I always wanted to start a brand that I wasn't the face of just because I didn't like taking pictures, which is really ironic and weird. But so I started the class. It blew up twenty in, in Boston, teaching 21, 22 classes a week. And then I started noticing everyone was kind of dressing like me in the class. And not in a weird way. I'm not saying this like in an ego way, but it was just I, I always wear a hat and I cut oversized T-shirts. And I did this back in the day. And it's funny that the style is like that now. But and I would wear leggings with like a flannel tied around my waist and high, high top dunks or whatever. And no one dressed like that. But that was kind of my L.A. vibe coming to Boston. And then I'd come into the room and everyone would be just full out hat, flannel, whole vibe. And I'm like, this is so cool. They're feeling like my, they're liking my vibe. They like me. You know what I mean? And my class would sell out within like 20 seconds before I would go live. And there'd be a line wrapped around. And I have videos and pictures. It's, it, it was really crazy. And then I'm like, okay, well, I want to, I can't scale this. I'm only one person. There was no virtual workout classes. I'm like, I also am a business-minded person. I want, I want to make money also. <laughs> I'm doing this for fun, but I want to make a living and I want something that I can look back on when I'm 67 years old. And so I was in Brazil and I loved the athleisure. I bought it. My mom bought me a pair of leggings that were one size fits all. They were like this teal color. And they had this wave pattern and I wore them. And I remember I was living in the North End apartment. I didn't have laundry. And I kept on, I would always wash them by hand. And I'm, I don't wash anything by hand. Like I'm so lazy with that kind of stuff. And I would gravitate towards these leggings. And if they were dirty, I'm like, oh, no, I have to wear them to my class because they make me feel so confident when I'm standing in front of a room of 50 women. And I just loved them so much. And I loved that, you know, whether I was like PMSing or had a skinny day or I felt like bigger, I could always wear them because they were one size and they were so stretchy and they just sucked me in. And I was at Starbucks and I, I had a few aha moments or whatever, but my number one one, I was at Starbucks and this woman hunted me down through Starbucks saying, where'd you get those leggings? I need those. I need those. I love them so much. And I tell this story all the time. And I just said to myself, why don't I make my own? I've never, I don't know anything about fashion. I don't know how to manufacture. I know nothing about fulfillment. 
I don't know how to run a business, but why wouldn't I just make my own and put this awesome logo on it and sell it to the girls that take my class? Because they're already dressing like me. So if I give them a product that they can look even more like or inspire them to dress, you know, more like my style, then why wouldn't I do that? We flew out to Brazil. I went to the exact store that I bought those leggings, that my mom bought those leggings at. She needs the credit. And I talked to the owner of the store and I said, hi, I love your leggings. Where do you make them? She goes, I make them myself. And I'm like, will you make me 50 pairs in these three colors? And she was like, sure. So she gave me a wholesale price. I brought them back to Easton, Mass. I went to our local embroiderer, embroidered the logo. And well, actually it was 100 pairs. So I did 100 pairs. And then I had no Instagram, no social, 200 followers. I had two posts. I think one was a quote. And I had my friend, because I didn't want to be the face, stand on the Stairmaster. And I took a picture of her butt with the logo. And it's still on my Instagram. If you scroll down, so it's still that fourth photo. I'd never deleted it. And I go, hi, guys, after my 10 a.m. class on Saturday in the um, seaport, I'm going to be selling these in the locker room. So I'm thinking like maybe I'll sell five pairs. After the class, I was so nervous because this is another thing with my dad. I always had to feel like I had to prove him because he was so hard on me out of all the kids. He's just he sees himself the most in me. How are you? Where are you in the order? of? I'm kids? the middle. OK. And so I was like the black sheep of the family. Definitely the one that was. My parents are the hardest on me, for sure. Um, That's interesting. But, yeah. They're hardest on the middle. Yeah, I know. They still are. It's but. probably because her dad, her dad saw Yeah, saw my dad himself. is an entrepreneur. He had a car parts um, company that was really successful. But So I was like, okay, the class ends, the music ends, and in my head, I'm like, no one's going to go up to the locker room. Everyone's going to leave, and I'm going to take these. I'm going to be so embarrassed bringing this whole duffel bag full of leggings back into my car because no one bought them. And that's all that went through my head, not like they're going to sell out. And then everyone starts leaving the class before the stretch happened. And I'm like, what are they doing? Everyone's leaving. And they're running up to the locker room just to wait in line. And I sold every single pair of my leggings that day. And I just sat there and started bawling. And I still have women say to me, oh, I was your first person in that locker room. And I just want you to know we're so proud of you and for how far you've come. And you're still, you know, the same person. We just love seeing the journey because, I mean, now we've sold half a million th- Wow. Pairs of leggings, yeah, five hundred thousand pairs of leggings. And you think these leggings, they're one size fits all, are gonna fit me? Hundred percent. You think? Yes. Right now, like I honestly, I wish I brought my other Chrome. I thought I bought them, but I'm gonna send you a big package. Can you make but a bodysuit? I have a bodysuit. I need a yes, bodysuit. I'll suit. send you a bodysuit, and I'm working on so many amazing products. You're gonna love. Just really comfortable bras, oversized T-shirts, great stuff for pregnancy, and I'm a eternity collection oh i can't wait for that <laughs> you know what's funny there's like a couple themes that pop up or like i would say like little like gems that pop up continuously on this show for people that have been listening a while and it's like you know we've interviewed close to 500 people now and you know so many different entrepreneurs and what we find is the best products best services they always start with that person that founder that creator feeling a need for themselves right it's like always I think so many people, they sit around they're like, what's the idea? What's the brand I'm going to create? But and they, and they bang their head against the wall, not being able to figure it out. And the stuff that really works is when you're, when you're filling a need that you yourself need you're to fill, that. right? Like even like, obviously Lauren's got the ice roller, which is she had a need. She had this jaw surgery. You had this story, but even selfishly, like if you even think about Dear Media, this podcast business and company exists because Lauren and I, when we were doing the podcast, didn't find a service or a company or a partner that could do what we wanted them to do. So I was like, okay, well then we'll just create it. And then the anticipation that other creators, other people might want that type of Love same it. thing that we wanted, right? And I, so the reason I mentioned it is there's a lot of people thinking like, what's my idea? What's my idea? Like whatever you're doing for yourself, mm-hmm. 
that you have to kind of like mix mash put together yourself and you can't really find anywhere else like create that that's the thing 100 percent. you know my dream is would be to be a motivational speaker when i'm older and i can't do burpees and all my workout classes like i do now or have some type of podcast because i have so many young entrepreneurs or just young professionals that look at my journey and really want to you know mimic that or do what i'm doing and i always say like never do i never did what anyone else was doing i didn't have anyone to look at I made my own path and my own journey. And then along the way, there was so many resources that I clung on to, whether it was my dad or other people that I, you know, were in the business that I would call and have lunch with. And I would just surround myself around like-minded people. But for the most part, I created my own journey. I just went head first and made so many mistakes, but I went from my soul and I let my passion drive me. And I don't, if I don't, not that I don't think, I, I just don't know if you can't have a successful brand or business if you don't have this passion that drives you when you wake up in the morning and this fear of failure. Even the, now it's like the whole thing is like, everyone's a winner and like, you know, it's okay to fail and pick yourself back up. But that's not my mindset. I, the, no, I, failure right. is just really not an option. Now my whole family, I, you know, are employed by BBB, my family in Brazil, we employ 120 seamstresses in Brazil now and I meet them and I have lunch with them and I, they're real people. The stakes are higher, but also as like for Kelly Bravance for who I am and my reputation, like, there's just no... Well, there's people relying on you. Yeah. 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 And I'm relying on myself to not fail. Like, I don't want to mess up. I want to... And I'm okay with, you know, failures here and there. Of course, they make me stronger. Most of my journey has been a failure, like mistakes. But in the long term, it's, you really just have to have this confidence that you will do anything to win. One size fits all. So talk to me about that because that's yeah. unique and different. And mm -hmm. you're also launch launching a plus size collection as well. I, I launched it three years ago and it's very successful. Yeah, it's been growing. You already have it. Yeah. So okay. it's curvy. It's the curvy collection. So do you, is the curvy collection one size fits all as well? Yep. So, so our slogan is numbers don't define us. And it goes back to my phobia of trying on jeans back in high school. And I just hated that I would go from a size 24 to a size 28 or 26. Even now... And it was such a topic that I wanted to hit on because I hope that it resonates to whoever's listening. About a week ago, I'm in a new relationship. I've, you know, it's like the whole love weight thing. I've put on a few pounds in my jeans from last summer. They just don't fit me. And I was so discouraged. I was like, you know what? We were going to brunch and I'm putting them on. I was so upset. And I'm like, no, I'm better than this. I'm taking them off and putting on my BBs. Like I'm putting on my leggings. I'm sorry. I know you like my boyfriend only sees me in leggings all the time. And I tried to put on jeans. But it's just these, I put them on, they slide right on no matter what stage of life I'm in. And it makes me feel so good and secure that I just want people to feel that way. And I think that the numbers thing was something, it was, it's very challenging to, to create a legging that is so universal. So the production and the amount of silhouettes that I go, I go to Brazil four times a year and work on just a million samples and silhouettes to make sure that it really does. Because when you're saying it's one size fits all, you need to make sure it's one size fits all. And we've had an amazing su success rate it's like the modern day sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> it's funny because you sent me a pair and I looked at them and I was like, I'm not going to be able to wear these right now because I'm pregnant. And I put them in my drawer and like saved them. But, but you're telling me you think like yes, it's fine. 100%, yeah. And you sent Zaza some, you guys. She has little, little baby, little baby leggings. So cute. I need Those to send her the pink and all the cute like little so, green colors. You know what though? 
her colors are not neutral because well, you're more neutral that's why she's more neutral she really? wears a lot of neutrals like baby blues and or she like depends the, her mood for the day like, you know <laughs> she's no. so cute so i want to um, know because i think i would get in trouble if i didn't ask you this what your wellness practices are in the morning in the night mm-hmm. what what you gravitate toward food wise like what are the things that you have in your toolbox that you think make you feel really healthy the first thing is sleep a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners they you know I think people preach like not, you know, being up at four, five in the morning and working all day long. Now I think it's so much, it's so refreshing to see that people are taking care of themselves because self-care is huge for me. I get, I have to wait, I have to have eight hours of sleep. I need to sleep and wake up, have my coffee. I drink tons of water. It's obnoxious how much water I drink. <laughs> and I get lymphatic drainage massage twice a week. And it's like a non-negotiable. I go at it's seven. It's big in Brazil, huh? It's huge in Brazil. Yeah. And so we were like raised on that being something very important. So I get a lymphatic drainage massage in Boston twice a week. I go to my chiropractor once a month. Uh, but for day to day, it's I wake up seven o'clock, which is late for most people think I'm up at like six. But I, my days are long because I teach night classes. Um, I wake up at seven, have my coffee. Sit, I have to just like sit and chill. I'm not a big, I want to get better at meditating. I want to do all those things. But my, my I'm in the, gr- I'm grinding right now and I don't have time. I wake up, I'm looking at my phone as much as that's not, you know, the best thing. But I'm looking at my phone, answering emails, answering texts. My whole team responds. I just constantly have to be available once I wake up pretty much. Then I go to the gym. I go to my office and I have a smoothie. I'll have a lettuce wrap, which is like chicken and pineapple. Or I'll just have my smoothie. And I just work all day, like meetings and meetings and meetings, just nonstop until I have about 30 minutes to quickly freshen up my makeup. And then I jump on camera in my virtual studio and I do live classes online. One thing that is very different in my postpartum recovery is my hair. Because with Saza, I wasn't supplementing. I wasn't doing my scalp massage or my microneedling. And with Towns, I've been supplementing. I've been microneedling my hairline. I've been doing scalp massage. And it just makes a difference. I also sometimes do like a scalp serum when I do the massage. And it's incredible. The supplements that I'm taking for my hair health is Nutrafol. You know this because I have raved about this forever. So Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. And it's actually clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and your scalp coverage. But what I notice, and this is like random, is I notice that with Zaza, my hair would shed everywhere. So I would see like hair on my pillow, silk pillowcase to be specific. I would see it in the shower, just like pieces of hair shedding. And now with Nutrafol, I do not see that at all. And if I was going to see it, postpartum would be the time. Another important thing to mention is this is natural. It's drug-free and it's medical grade ingredients. And 86% of women reported hair growth in over six months. So if you have trouble growing your hair, if you have hair shedding like I do, even if you have your hair falling out, this is an incredible supplement to check out. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code SKINNYHAIR. You save $15 off your first month subscription with code SKINNYHAIR. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to US customers for a limited time. You get free shipping on every order too, which is amazing. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code skinny hair.
Let me tell you, you do not want to get stuck with a hungry toddler. I come armed with snacks, with food, everything, especially because we're on the go right now. Like I got to be stocked in my diaper bag, in my purse, in my clutch, in my car, all the things. (laughs) I have all different kinds of things. It's like a plethora of snacks that I offer her. And one of the snacks is once upon a farm. So they have these overnight oats that are absolutely incredible that she loves. And it's genius because it's on the go. And that's probably the one that I would start with. And if you're unfamiliar with Once Upon a Farm, they're the leading baby food and kids snack brand. They offer organic cold pressed fruit and veggie pouches, dairy free smoothies, overnight oats, plant rich meals and more. And everything is made with whole farm fresh ingredients with no added sugars, concentrates or anything artificial. Another thing that's amazing is their subscription offering is fully customizable. So you can pick and choose from their wide variety of blends or meals and you can switch it up before delivery. So I always go with the overnight oats. I definitely would recommend those. And when I'm picking out other snacks, I'll go to their meal section on their site and I'll get her like the quinoa, pineapple, cauliflower, and coconut milk meal, which is delicious. I've even tried it myself. And then they also have this other one that's like sweet potato, raspberry, and coconut butter. So go on their site, stock their site. If you have toddlers, it's great if you have a picky eater and it's great for on the go. Everything, of course, is organic, non-GMO, unsweetened, and made with no preservatives or artificial ingredients. So I think you're going to love it if you're a parent. It's fresh, it's nutritional, delicious, convenient, all the things. It's found at retailers nationwide and online. You can get started today and enjoy an additional 35% off your first subscription order. You're going to use code SKINNY at onceuponafarmorganics.com. That's onceuponafarmorganics.com. What did your company look like when it started compared to now, growth-wise? So I was, my company was in my apartment in the North End <laughs> for a year, and then it moved to my parents' basement. And then once we we launched Shopify December 5th, 2015, it was like about a year of doing it in my apartment in my parents' basement. And then finally, once we got to a point where we're like, okay, I can hire my brother. So my brother quit his job to help all fulfillment shit you have like six siblings i'd be like you're doing this you're doing operations (laughs) you're doing manufacturing can you imagine if we had six siblings oh my dad's like the coach my dad's like all right team you're doing this you're doing that he 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 says he's like the bill belichick how many kids do i need to have to get this business fucking started (laughs) god (laughs) oh he you he's my dad's not dumb but yeah so my brother started working for us and then it was three people and my mom would fold and inspect every pair of leggings as it came in from brazil and we had a 300 square foot little storage unit and that's when we were doing 20 orders a day so it wasn't anything crazy and then it kind of slowly grew and my dad owned a, owns a plaza he's owned it for 40 years in the center of our hometown and it's commercial real estate and there's like a Dunkin Donuts there's a restaurant but we grew up in that plaza my mom had a little tanning boutique back in the day with the tanning of Rio it was called Rio tanning boutique and she sold bikinis and so it's very it's kind of ironic that this is all happening for us but so now it's 11, our warehouse is 11,000 square feet and we have 55 employees. So yeah, it's really crazy. You. And we're shipping out, you know, a lot of orders a day. And so I am able to like, give everyone a full-time job and yeah, it's crazy. And so I w- started my workout app and then, then the pandemic. It's been a long time. I mean, two, yeah. it's seven years, seven, eight years. Nine so years. So nine it's, years. it'll okay. be nine years from the first sale. Because you started before e-com. Oh, So e-com was 2015. Yeah. During the pandemic, what? Was it good? So during the pandemic, I blew up like in a 
not a blew up like a million followers, but for me, my version of blowing up, my supply chain clearly wasn't ready. I gained about 60,000 followers in less than five months. Because Natural, you were doing like organic, virtual was, workouts. And I was just in my apartment and I had so many people on my payroll and we weren't for about two weeks, all my stores. So I have brick and mortar stores throughout um, Boston and Linfield, Massachusetts, Legacy Place. I had a store in the Prudential Center in Boston. All my stores closed down during COVID and online sales just for for like a week and a half just plummeted. Yeah. plummeted. And I think it was just people were nervous. I wasn't posting as much and I see the direct sales when I'm posting and I'm active. I see the sales. So I'm very engaged with my customers. So we sat in a conference room. My dad just looks at us and goes, kids, just know for the next three months, we're not going to have any sales. So we're just going to, we're going to pay everyone. And luckily we have, we've done well and we have enough cash flow to make sure no one gets a paycheck. So we, I paid every single one of my employees through the entire pandemic, oh. even my store employees. But then the, the sales must have gone up because everyone's sitting around in their so leggings. March, gaining yeah. weight. So we March 27th, like, my things. life like completely changed, okay. which is really interesting. I went on live and I got 2000 people to view my class. I dropped something on April 7th and it sold out in minutes. We did our biggest sale day to date in less than two hours. So we we it, it changed the game for us. So yeah, I'm like I get so like nervous talking about it because People think that I was an overnight success. And then when the TikTok leggings came out way after that, they were stealing all of my photos. Yeah, the whole TikTok trend happened Hold after on. this. My, Michael I'm jumping have, all around. Michael doesn't have context of the TikTok scandal. The texture leggings and the whole like booty. They, I had a lot. Hold I'm on. Wait, yeah, it, tell, tell us I what. consider myself a well-rounded person, yeah. but I might be. I might <laughs> no, it's okay. We're talking about booty one. leggings <laughs> here. You tell him about the, the what TikTok. What if I came in and was like, listen, I'll let, I knew everything about it. And I was just like, let me tell you what happened. Well, like, you know, I know about that scandal. <laughs> you do know a lot about housewives. But wouldn't it be kind of alarming if I came in and was like, I know everything yeah. about that scandal. <laughs> the, <laughs> the cellulite reducing leggings. Oh, but I mean, I don't even want to give light to it that much because it's so ridiculous. But I think you can relate to it with this ice roller. You have such a great quality ice roller, but there's probably sometimes people are that are like, oh, I can get it for five dollars on oh, Amazon. People are trying to basically rip it. Then make a get it for five dollars. Yeah, Wait, this is this is. And so people if, with me, they're like my price point. I'm like, well, no, everything's no, no, no. ethically made. Don't you don't Listen, have to defend. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, I don't. Do. I, I didn't even address don't it one time. Don't justify that. My, my strategy. <laughs> I love so, her. I, this is vintage, but I, I ran and we still like have control of this business called Jetbed, and this is like a, a side business. But we make. You're beds. full of like the vintage nostalgia. <laughs> but it's <laughs> no, because this is, trust me, this is a relevant this story. Is, so this is when I wish it was one of Lauren, those things. I know, okay, but one of those things where up, I didn't understand you, so I could meditate. But tell, go tell on. Block Lauren's mic. Tell I've her heard to, this tell one. Her to shut it down. So, anyways, uh, watch out, people yell. He told her to shut up on air. Anyways, oh um, so we made this product, and it was a, considered a higher end product, right? Like, there, so it was a niche of customers that could afford it. It was obviously people that are flying in mm -hmm. private aircraft, but there was competitor products that came out that it were much cheaper manufactured, not nearly as nice. And it's fine. Like that, I think there's- It always happens. Oh yeah, my gosh. And that's fine. Like there's a place. Like I always say like there's high, medium, low, like there's price points for everything. By the way, if there's not a price, then I'm doing something wrong because no one's trying to compete. Um, side thing, you've, in pricing, you don't ever want to be in the middle. But anyways. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> we get into whole business podcast. <laughs> so, but yeah, people would come to me and be like, well, why would I ever buy this? There's a competitor that's so much cheaper. And I'm like, listen, of course, you want to buy the cheap shit, go buy the cheap shit. You and want you're going to gonna get what you pay for. Yes. Yeah. And so like, I think it's it's funny. Like there's always, like we get the same thing with the ice roll. It's like, oh, I can get this on Amazon for $5. Like, good, go buy the cheap. It's nothing. I, I packed this in my suitcase and I did it this morning, literally. In the, and I said to Liz, I'm like, I want, I can relate in so many ways what you're doing and how much love in it. Like 
attention you put into your packaging and the way it's made and the way you market it and your photo shoots, all that costs money. Like it's everything like that I do too, to make right? this product amazing, it costs money. I can't charge spend nineteen ninety nine for a pair of leggings. That's what they sell on Amazon. Well, listen, and I said, you, you get what you pay for. You're not, right? you're not, yeah, and you're not buying into a community. You're not buying into a brand. And that's what I, I would take that. I would buy from a brand, a community, something that actually has purpose, someone that is thoughtful with their packaging, the way they communicate to their customers, that rather than just buy shit leggings from Amazon There's nothing wrong that with are going to be see-through and rip in two days. products that reflect that price. I mean, you people, and this is where consumers have the choice, like if you want to buy something less expensive or more expensive. And it's not, you know, I think we got this weird place, like everything has to be affordable for everybody. It's like, no, you can create a really quality product that well, may cost you a little extra to make. And yeah. like, yeah, you're going to have to spend a little Here's bit extra. Here's my thing too. Go buy the cheaper ice roller on Amazon. Go buy the cheaper Botox. Go buy the cheaper legging. But you're going to end up spending more in the long run. We say it every because time. Because if you get cheap Botox in your face, you're going to have to go get it fixed. If you buy a cheap product, you're going to probably, if you love it, it end up buying the more expensive. So my thing is like rip the Band-Aid off. If you really love it, invest the money into something that's really worth it. And just not spend an extra 10, 15, whatever the extra is. 100%. And I think it's so important for like any people that want to start a business that are listening to not just slap your name on something. Don't just white label something because it, it, it resonates. through Your customers can know if it's, if it's thoughtful, if you put energy into it, if you love it, if you've spent all your time and your energy and your money. I put all of my, I reinvested all of my money to better my product. Every single year I put it into my product. And I think that my customers, the reason why they're so loyal is that they trust me now over nine years that I'm not just slapping my name on something unless I'm going to wear it every day and be obsessed with it. I would never sell it. Well, that's where people get pissed, right? If you take yeah. a shitty product and slap a label on it and it's a piece of shit, but it's expensive. But right. if you put in a bunch of energy and time and build a quality product, I don't think people mind investing. No, not at all. And I, that's why my customers are so loyal and they just They'll buy every single drop I, I do because they, one, they love the quality, but two, they just believe in the product. And I love supporting other brands that I can feel this, that have the same attention and love and for what they do. It's just it's just a different thing. But yeah, so with the texture and the leggings in Brazil, after, through the pandemic, we grew, we opened up a second factory. Wow. Yeah. And, so um, cool. They solely just make BUB. And so, yeah, we grew a lot. And then during my virtual classes, everyone was asking for an app. So I started an app and I started an energy drink, energy drink company. Um, and you it's are called busy. Body by Bravance. Yeah, it's people. It's it's it sounds busier than it is, but it really is just a lifestyle all in one toolkit. Like you always say, it really is. It's the leggings. It's the motivation for me. It's the workout that I give. It's the it's the connections, the friendship that I give my customers. It's the great product. And now with this natural energy drink it's a whole lifestyle brand to really, you can drink the water while you're teaching classes, while you're seeing me wear leggings and you can wear them too. And we're connected in that way. It's stuff you're doing regardless. I'm doing it regardless. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather just give you a better product because during the pandemic, I was using another powdered supplement and it didn't have stevia. It had the sucralose and it was something that I, my nutritionist was like, do not have anything with sucralose. And, and I just wanted to start another business because I made a great return on my during the pandemic I made good money now instead of just letting it sit there I was like let me start another company it's fun I have a blast 
branding and doing this kind of stuff. If our audience was going to start with one piece in your collection, I'm going to go ahead and recommend just because where I'm at in my journey, (laughs) the black legging, because I'm looking at it right now. I'm feeling it. It's great quality. Where where would you tell them to start or leave them black? Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I would say if it's if you're listening to this and it's what you're it's warm. My sister is right next to me. She's wearing the Croco skin black bike shorts. There are top five products. Every woman who wears them, it, they're obsessed. So the Croco skin black bike shorts, the Croco skin leggings, but my favorite are the chrome graphite. I didn't pack them with me. They're my number one workout. So if I'm taking a Barry's class, if I'm teaching a class on stage or a big event, I'm always wearing my chrome graphite leggings, which is black, super high waisted. I'm going to send them to you because you're going to love the stretch on them. They're shorts or leggings? Leggings. Okay. <laughs> I think we got to wait a, a couple months for no, shorts. No, they're leggings. Okay. <laughs> but Croco skin is our trade, like it's our trademarked pattern and we have it in like 50 colors now. I think what you're doing is so cool. Thank the you. way we got in touch is because the Skinny Confidential community and probably a lot of your community dropped into my DMs and was like, you have to interview her. I can see why. <laughs> can we do a giveaway? Of course. Okay, let's do a bunch of your favorites. Like, can okay. you make like a favorite? Yep, I'll make situation. a favorites with all the energy and I'll add the energy drink. I'll do the water bottle. I'll do all my workout bands that I actually just made. I love it. I'll and make then, a whole little oh, can workout. Can we kit. include the pants that I? Of like. course, we'll okay. do all of it. Well, I'll, I'll give you this. Okay, but I'll do a whole thing and we can just ship it out from our from Easton, Mass. <laughs> all you have to do is follow. Tell us Booty your Booty bands. Tell us how to spell it. B O O T Y. B-Y, and then my last name is Brabants, B-R-A-B-A-N-T-S. Perfect. So all you have to do is follow and then let us know your favorite part of that episode, of this episode on my latest post at Lauren Bostick. And what's the code if people want to shop? Code Skinny. Code Skinny. You guys go on her site. Tell us your site everywhere where they can Just find Just bootybybrabants.com. You can find us there and we ship really fast. One to two day priority shipping on all orders. Yeah. Congratulations on all the success. <laughs> yeah, really cool. This is Thank you this, so much. This, is this like, opportunity is insane. It's This is crazy, guys. I listen to you every day on my car ride. I don't to, know if that's a good thing or a bad no, thing. No, I love it. I, every podcast. Are you saying that we contributed to the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Michael, Michael. So, you guys are my, uh, you guys are my no, escape. Careful. Um, no, I appreciate that. You're you know? my escape on my mornings when I want to tune out of my business and I just like my work stuff and I listen to you guys. It's so inspiring. Well, you know, I think... Thank you. But also like we get to talk to people like you, right? We get to have all these different great people. And so, you know, this, this, when I hear a podcast like this too, this is the reason that we created this platform is to share the stories that you don't hear instead of like the person coming out of college and like getting the degree and like, this is a, a different way to go. And I think to showcase this on a platform is so important. Thank you. Cause there's so many people out there that are like, why don't I feel, why don't I fit into this college equation? Totally. I'm so happy we discussed that. Cause that was probably my number one insecurity. So it's very full circle and it's an amazing, I feel really proud to be able to talk about it and feel like like heard by you guys and hopefully there's someone out there that's listening that can be inspired by my well, story and listen i don't want to discourage people that are on the college path because oh, no. it is the right path for totally. many but like for but it's finally it's not of, one size fits all it's not one size yeah that is not one size it's all All my siblings went to college and they're super successful it's just, for it's, so, it's just it depends on what just yeah, go, follow like, your heart follow i, your, I was a terrible your student your I, had, I struggled in school all the time i never felt like i I never felt like I was getting what I needed from school. And it's mm-hmm. not and it's not the school's fault. It's just I just didn't fit in yeah. that kind of place, right? It's not for everybody, but Yeah. But that's conversations happening more and more now. For the longest time it was like you go to this, then you go to school. You couldn't then... even talk about it. I was yeah. I yeah. hated even being asked the question. <laughs> this is so fun. It's not one size fits all, guys, but her leggings are. Go check her out. <laughs> one more time, Instagram handle, and let's close out with that. It's 
at Booty by Ray Bands. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on, you guys. Thank you for making the flight. Uh, Thank you. Do you want to win some of Kelly's leggings? All you have to do is follow me on TikTok at Lauren Bostick and tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. Super easy. And I'm telling you, you're going to love these leggings, especially the black ones. You're like going to fall in love with them. I'm telling you, they're a go-to pair in my closet. Hope you guys love this episode and be sure you stalk Kelly on Instagram. All right. So I went to my facialist in San Diego and she's kind of like a medical esthetician. She is aggressive, but she's also careful at the same time. And she just knows her shit when it comes to skincare. And she was telling me, I said, what's like a product that everyone should have in their routine, no matter what skin they have. And she said, vitamin C. She's like, Lauren, you got to have vitamin C. And that's so interesting because Dr. Dennis Gross has been on our podcast a million times and he always says that too. So if you do have a skincare routine, I would recommend vitamin C. And I can also say that too after writing my book, Get the Fuck Out of the Sun. So get a vitamin C because it reduces dark spots and hyperpigmentation. It increases density, which I love. So you get like that really nice feeling skin. It's like bouncy. And you get that stronger, firmer looking skin. You guys know what I'm talking about. It also prevents wrinkles and reduces them. And it protects against free radical damage. So vitamin C really does it all. Now, the one that Michael and I absolutely love, it should not surprise you, is Dr. Dennis Gross's Vitamin C Lactic. It's going to give you firmer, brighter, stronger skin. And I know that because I use it every day. He just has such great products in general because he's so involved in creating them. And formulations matter. It's the quality of the ingredients, how it's cooked, how it's presented. Like Dr. Dennis is the five-star chef. He is the chef of skincare, okay? Another thing I would grab since I'm going to give you guys a code is, and I would definitely grab this, is the oil-free moisturizer. It's lightweight, it's bouncy, and it's perfect for putting on before makeup. So I'll apply it with a damp beauty blender and then do my um, like foundation or concealer on top of it. And it just lays so nicely. It doesn't ball up. So those are the two things you got to grab. Okay. You're going to use code skinny at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Visit drdennisgross.com for more information. Use code skinny at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. 